That's the sound of a rotary phone. Remember those? What about, I don't know, floppy disks, VHS tapes, now even CDs and DVDs? All of them gone, or pretty much gone, replaced by shinier and newer things. Some people think websites are headed in that direction too. Seems like every few weeks I see a real estate agent ask, do I really need a website now? You know, can I just use Facebook or Instagram instead? Well, you can, but that doesn't mean you should. A great website isn't just part of your online marketing strategy. It should be the hub, the focus. It's the best place for you to tell your story, establish your brand, and show the world how you stand out from the crowd. My guest today is going to show you exactly how to do it. This is The Walkthrough. Hello there. How are you? My name's Matt McGee. I'm the editor of Homelight's Agent Resource Center. Welcome to The Walkthrough. This is a weekly podcast. We have new episodes that come out every Monday. This is the show where you'll learn what's working right now from the best real estate agents and industry experts in the country. At Homelight, we believe in real estate agents. We're on a journey to find out how great agents grow their business, stand out from the crowd, and become irreplaceable. If you want to get involved in the show or get in touch with me, there's a few ways you can do that. Uh, number one, find me in our Facebook listener community. Go to Facebook, do a search for Homelight Walkthrough. The group should come right up. You can uh, leave a voicemail or send a text. The number to do that is 415-322-3328. Or you can just send an email. The address is walkthrough at homelight.com. Take a look at your website. Put yourself in the position of a buyer or seller, someone who doesn't know you already. Then be honest with me. Better yet, be honest with you. Would you hire yourself? Does your website make a convincing case why a buyer or seller should choose you? If not, let's change that. My guest today is Jessica Sweezy. She's a partner, brand strategist, and chief copywriter at Thousand Watt. That's the innovative marketing and branding agency that works with real estate teams, brokerages, and even some of the big platform vendors as well. Before Thousand Watt, Jessica led the editorial team at Inman. She's been working in real estate for 18 years, and she's helped countless real estate pros figure out their message and tell their story online. On today's show, Jessica is going to talk about the role your website should play in a successful digital marketing strategy, how to develop a headline and story that separates you from your competition, how to balance brand and storytelling with successful content to reach buyers and sellers. All of that is coming up then at the very, very end of the show. I'll have a one more minute segment that expands a bit on our conversation today. First, Let's talk with Jessica Sweezy about what makes a great real estate website. As the conversation begins, I've just asked Jessica to make the case for even having a website in 2021. She says, yes, they are necessary, but the use case might be different than what you think. I don't really think an agent website is necessarily a search experience that a consumer is looking for, but you know, say you meet someone on Instagram or they just kind of start following you, 
your website at least gives you another place, like a sort of a hub. If you think of like a hub and spoke strategy, it's a place where people can go where like you, you own that little space and you get to tell your own story about who you are. And I think consumers now, you know, I know I do this anytime I'm looking to hire somebody for something. I I need to figure out who they are if I don't know them. And so you Google them or, you know, you go on their Yelp page or you find reviews and stuff. Like, uh, so at least like with your website, that gives you something you control where you can tell the story about who you are and and what you do and how you, you know, how you're different. I love the the hub and spoke model. I'm so glad you mentioned that because that, that's, I mean, that's exactly how I look at it. It is something you control. It, it, your website is not subject to the algorithms, the changes, the rules, and all that that you'll face with Google, Facebook, Instagram, all the others. Yeah, and you know, all these these social channels are really great opportunities for marketing. And but you have to think about too, like what happens when one of them goes away, or they change the rules, or you know, suddenly your page, just for whatever reason, no one's seeing your stuff. When you put too many of your eggs in one basket there, like there's a risk, you know, they talk about like the platforms owning you, you not owning your platform. And with your website, at least then you can, you can create your own email list. You have a little more control over your marketing. Um, Should something happen, you know, like you're saying with one of these algorithms. Um, And then it's like, it, it also marketing is such a like conversation these days. Like it's such a long-term thing. Um, And especially with real estate, like people aren't like, Hey, I think I'll buy a house and boom, they buy a house like the next day, you know, they're mulling it over for months before they even like talk to somebody. So, you know, if you can catch someone on your website and give them a reason to sign up for your email list, then you're at least like able to show up in their inbox and give them information that puts clues out there about who you are and they'll remember you when it's time. Uh, it's always good to have that kind of control, I think, in your in your marketing. When I look at agent websites or even team websites, I see a lot of sameness. Do you see that too? You know, I think a lot of that has to do with just the real estate website uh, ecosystem, you know, is one in which there's a lot of templated sites and makes sense, you know, it, templates make things easy. But I think after a while, things start to, you know, it falls into a template and it's hard to then question it, right? <laughs> like, well, of course we have a hero image of a big property and then there's a search bar and then and then there's a client testimonial and then there's this and then there's that. So we have sort of reached that level of, you know, when you when you line up a dozen real estate sites and you look at them, like they start to look the same after the first like two or three. What's the first step to not be the same, right? To differentiate yourself. I, I say, you know, listeners just heard, you know, five minutes ago on the podcast, every episode I say, you know, that we're trying to help you stand out from the crowd. So where does that begin? What's the first step? We take a brand approach. So what we do is we work on, you know, a bit of brand strategy and story and messaging for a, a team. Um, and what that means is we basically are trying to figure out, you know, at at the essence of this team, like what is different here and what is special, what is your your brand's 
personality? What is the meaning behind it? Um, if there is one, you know, and what we found is there, there always is like, there's always some, some little quirk, it, you know, you have to dig for it sometimes, or maybe, maybe you don't even see it. And it's so obvious, <laughs> you know, we see it as an outsider coming in. Sometimes it's just your approach to how you work, you know, you're extremely uh, energetic and optimistic. And so we can sort of build a brand story around that, try to inform the language and the visuals based on that, you know, that foundation, that foundational work. What questions do you ask your clients as part of this process? And I'm asking that because obviously all of our listeners are not going to have the the luxury and benefit of working with 1000 Watt. They're like, all right, well, how do I figure out what my message is, what my brand is? What questions should they be asking? You know, I always try to start with like the point of view. Like, what is your point of view on on the world within you work, work in? You know, why are you here? What What is it about real estate that drew you in? What is it that you felt or you feel is maybe wrong with how real estate is done that you are doing right? Or the one thing that you will like go to the mat for every time, you know, if you feel like a lot of people you hear say, well, I bought my first house, it was a terrible experience. The agent didn't know what they were doing. And then I was looking for a career move and I thought, oh, this could be something cool, you know? there's a story in there. It's like, okay, you know, I stand for impeccable work, you know, every no stone unturned kind of thing. You know, what is it that you stand for? Maybe it's like, I'm the independent person in this sea of corporations that have taken over. And so therefore, like, I don't have to, you know, I don't have to answer to a board of directors. I don't have to answer to managers above me. Like, that gives me freedom to like really go all out in customer service or I'm just kind of making this up, but like those types of things will surface from that type of a question. We always say like, it takes a series of three whys often to get to like a real answer. Just an example, like, why did you get into real estate? Well, you know, I really, I like um, helping people buy homes. Okay. Well, why, why do you like helping people buy homes? Well, because I see it as a means to, you know, financial security in the future. Mm, okay, now that now it's starting to get interesting. Well, why why is that important to you? And then you you can see how that kind of leads to like a little bit deeper of a vision and mission where you can start to really think about differentiating yourself from others. Was there a recent client at some point where you went through this process and helped them figure out what their story is, what their message is, and and how they they use that. So we we worked earlier this year with a woman in Aspen, um, an agent named uh, Mandy Welgos, who has already I noticed put our work out in, into the world. So I think she wouldn't mind me talking about it. She was basically part of a team, but going on her own for the first time. So that was kind of part of her story. Uh, but what we realized was. She took this approach to her agent or to her clients that was really like almost like soulful in a way. Um, she brought a certain energy to the table, like, you know, real estate is tough right now. Like people, when you're bidding on homes, 
Um, you're, you're up against a lot of competition. And even when you're like selling, it's like, there's so many different pieces that have to get in place. And she just had this sort of optimism and energy that she brought to the table. Um, so we kind of like, we dug a little bit and we thought that's really it. Like she makes you feel really good in the process. Um, and also, you know, in a market like Aspen, it should be kind of fun, you know, like people are there cause they want to be there, not because like their job transferred them and they had to like, right. you know, slept the family out, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. people are there cause they want to be there. You know, we came up with the tagline, let's do this. Cause it really just embodied her energy and just like the excitement that people buying and selling in Aspen feel, you know, when they're making a move. And then once you have that, how do you apply, like, how does that play out? How do you apply that on her website? We just kind of identified spots. We didn't want to re reinvent the wheel, right? We could, we weren't there to tear down her site and rebuild it. So we just looked for spots where she, she already had, you know, about us, about me copy. Um, she already had a headline. So we replaced that. We looked for places and it was mainly her homepage and her about page where we had made some changes. Let me jump in here real quick. Jessica is talking about the website work that Thousand Watt did earlier this year with Mandy Welgos, an agent in the Aspen, Colorado market. Her website is mandywelgos.com. That's W-E-L-G-O-S. I'll link to that in today's show notes so that you can take a look. You just heard Jessica mention that Mandy already had a headline. The headline is a key piece of how Thousand Watt and Jessica, as their chief copywriter, helps a client deliver on their story and brand message. In Mandy's case, if you look at her homepage, it says, Aspen called, let's do this. That's the headline. And then the subheadline says, let me take you through a real estate experience as deep as the reasons you're buying or selling. I asked Jessica to explain more about the headline and its role in helping you stand out from the crowd. There's a lot of opportunity in a headline. Like a headline can be very expressive, expressive of your brand. It can be very direct about and to the point about your value proposition. It can be inviting, you know, peak curiosity. Uh, but like in copywriting, the what we say about the headline is like the headline's job is to get you to read the next thing basically. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to like tell the world everything about you and get it all across in five words. You know, it just has to like grab someone and bring them in. You know, like they say in advertising, it's like, if people don't read your headline, then you've just wasted your money. They're not reading the rest of the ad. You're done. <laughs> it's over. Um, so that's how important they are. So like, if you think about in your marketing, like on websites or even like on your Facebook page, on your cover photo, you have an opportunity potentially to put a headline there. If you have something that you think is compelling or interesting or says something about you, um, website in particular though, like I really feel like it's a crime to not have a, a headline on a web, on a web page. Like as soon as you go there, you should see a headline. Do you know someone who has a great story to tell or is someone who has a real estate superpower they can teach other agents? 
they should be a guest on the walkthrough. Whether it's you or another agent you know, we're always looking for new guests to join us. Think about what you would teach if you were asked to lead a class for the agents at your office. Send names and topics to walkthrough at homelight.com and tell us why you want to hear them on the walkthrough. One of the things when I, again, I'm looking at real estate agent websites, a lot of them, you land on the homepage and it's a search box, you know, find your dream home, whatever it might be. Is that a problem? Well, it's not helping you stand out. That's for sure. <laughs> it's, a, you know, it's not necessarily a problem. Um, but I think if you think about the use case for a real estate agent's website in 2021, um, you would be hard pressed to find someone who is out there going, oh, I found this agent's website. I'm going to try to find my house on here. Like that's just not how buyer behavior works these days. Um, people know about Zillow. People know about Trulia, Redfin, everyone uses Redfin in my market, and they don't even understand that Redfin's a broker. They think it's an app where you find homes. Um, <laughs> so the use case for a real estate agent website, I would think, is mainly when you are about to make a move or you're getting more serious, someone refers someone to you or you find them on Zillow or something, and you you go to Google them and find more information. And so if you go to their website and you're, you're really looking to understand who this agent is and how they can help you. Um, and you're met with find your dream home. It's like, okay, I don't, I'm not here for that. You know, I'm here to actually to hear about you and understand your process and who you've worked with and how you can help me and what kind of credibility you have. And so if you think about your website in that way, that whole search you know, hero image search box approach is wasted on on your visitor. Um, you could probably make more of an impact by giving them some sort of a welcoming statement, um, hint at your way of doing things, you know, or even offer them a piece of content that would help them in their journey, you know. Hey, like if you specialize in first time home buyers, you know, you could be like, Hey, here's a, here's a, check out this ebook that I created about like all the things you should really understand before you set foot in the house on, on your tours or whatever, you know, really just think about how you can use that space for something that matches where that person actually is in their journey, in their journey. That could be a place for, you know, what we talked about earlier in terms of coming up with your, your, your brand, your statement, what separates you, maybe that is front and center instead of the search box to find homes. Yeah. Or at least above the search box. What I have seen a lot in agent websites is there it's just the search box and an image. And you see this on broker websites a lot too. And that is just like, wow, that's such a wasted opportunity. You didn't even say anything, you know. <laughs> Let's talk about content on your website. And I want to start this way. Uh, we have a Facebook listener community and I w told them that we were going to be doing an episode soon on websites and that Jessica was going to be on. And one of our listeners asked what I think is a great question and a great way to get into the topic of content. Uh, Julie Toy said, should a real estate website focus on brand, which is what you and I've been talking about 
uh, already. Should it focus on brand over information and education? I would say lead. Yes. Lead with brand. Um, but the information and education is also an opportunity to really um, create some meaningful connections and, mar- you know, market to people longer term. So the brand is a way that you can create an instant impression. And, you know, like I said, really just like convey to the person who's there, like what you're all about, like, oh, this is a fun, this is a fun agent, or this is, um, this agent is like really serious, but in a good way, you know, like, like you can convey that kind of thing through brand, um, you know, just by the tone of, of the language that you use in your headline and the colors and patterns and things. Um, but I think the information and education is also this other really important piece that, you know, maybe if you get enough leads on your own or whatever, and you don't really need to do a lot of marketing, then maybe it's not as important, but I just think, gosh, you know, with online marketing, like that's the crux of it. It's like people sign up for information and then, then you're in. And once you can get in their inbox and keep delivering value, you know, week after week, then they're always going to say, oh my gosh, this is the person I want to work with. Or maybe not, maybe they're like, maybe they're not your person, you know, but that's, that's good too, because then you're at least, you're creating relationships without having to be there all the time. Like it's kind of automated for you. (laughs) It's not a, an issue of brand or information and education. It can be brand, it can be brand and information and education that could even be I think in it, yes couldn't that even be part of your brand that you are the agent that answers questions and provides information yes we have worked with clients who that is their that is their thing they want to create the smartest um person you know at the closing table basically by the end of it like they're going to let you know everything that's going on all of your options why this would be a a good decision, you know, all of that. So that could be your brand. Yep. Do you recommend to your clients that they have a blog and keep it updated on a regular basis? I wouldn't say like across the board we do because some clients that it's not how they're getting business. It's not, it's not how they're, you know, they're more into like the Zillow game or they're doing Facebook or whatever. Um, I think there is a place for it though, for like most agents marketing, you know, blogging is still, there's still value there. Um, you don't necessarily have to blog every day. I'm not sure about like the SEO value of blogging anymore that, that aspect, but like I said, that information just for any new person who comes to your website, um, great content is, you know, is how you can pull people in. I've often said that I like, I'm a big believer in blogs, Jessica. Uh, There is SEO value. If you're, you know, creating content regularly, you're right. It doesn't have to be every Mm -hmm. day, but it should be consistent. But I've said, and I, I wonder if you agree that it's better to not have a blog than to have a dead blog. Cause I like when I go to a real estate agent's website and it's, you know, April, May, 2021, and they haven't posted anything on their blog since, you know, 2019 or whatever like that to me, that looks really bad. Yeah. And that's why I, we wouldn't like carte blanche, you know, recommend every agent start a blog. 
with marketing, when you're just yourself in your business, which most many agents are, it's like, you got to kind of do the things that, that you're going to want to do. And if blogging sounds torturous to you and you're like, I can't do that. It's almost like it's better. You'd be better off figuring out maybe Instagram, maybe you like Instagram better, you know, and, and it's easy for you. Then focus your time and energy on that. Then, you know, trying to force yourself to do blogging. Let's do a couple more listener questions uh, before we wrap things things up. This is from uh, an agent named Rhonda White. Um, obviously, Jessica agents want to connect with buyers and sellers, right? They want to sell homes. Her question was for her website: What is the most compelling call to action, and where, when should it show up during the customer's search? So, talk about calls to action on the website and as a copywriter, how you work that into uh, to the work you do with clients. The thinking on calls to action is the more specific they are, the better. Um, so instead of just saying like submit or uh, enter or, you know, whatever, it's better to tell them, write out what it is they're going to get or what it is they're going to do, you know, um, like if you're offering for them to get a search sent to their email or what you know an automated search your call to action you know should probably be somewhere on a listing detail page you know that pops up like get more relevant listings sent to my inbox or you know something like that so that they it's like you immediately just plant it in their minds like what do i get by clicking this button this is what you get when we started the conversation, we were talking about agents trying to figure out their sort of their belief statement, right? Their point of view. For our listeners, sum up your point of view in terms of websites, branding, storytelling. What would you want listeners to take away from our conversation? I think that's the way to go with agent sites. You know, I think people have places they can find homes. They have places they can find market data even, you know, but what you can add to that is context and knowledge. Yes, you know, this many homes sold in my zip code last quarter, but what does that actually mean for you, a person who's selling now? Well, let me tell you what I think, you know, like, don't be afraid to put your opinion into it. Like, that's why, that's the value that an agent brings to the table in 2021 is that guidance and opinion on, on, what I should do as a consumer. So I want to be able to see pieces of that in your website so that I can start to understand like, oh, I can trust you. You know what you're talking about. And you're not just like throwing numbers at me, you know. In addition to Mandy Welgos's website, Jessica also shared two others that Thousand Watt recently worked on and you can check out. One is ironvalleyrealestate.com. The other is district-homes.com. You'll notice unique branding and messaging on both of those. They are definitely not your run-of-the-mill real estate websites. I'll put links to both of those in today's show notes so that you can check them out. All right. Uh, one more minute segment is coming up at the very end of today's episode. For now, let's do the takeaways segment. Takeaway number one, websites 
are necessary. They are not going away anytime soon like rotary phones and VHS tapes did. A website is valuable because it's real estate, pun intended, that you own. You don't have to worry about algorithms and rule changes and all that other stuff. Your website is a great tool for branding and storytelling, a great way to stand out from the crowd. Takeaway number two, to figure out your story, figure out your brand, ask yourself, what's my point of view? What do I stand for? That's your story. Distill that down to something short and simple. That's your headline. The first thing someone sees on your homepage, even above that search box. Takeaway number three, speaking of which, ask yourself if that big search box front and center on your homepage is really helping your website visitors. If it is, if it's driving a lot of IDX signups and you're meeting a lot of new potential buyers because of that, great. Don't try to fix something that's not broken. But if that search box isn't really serving any purpose, if it's not helping your visitors, if no one's using it, move it down the page or even think about ditching it altogether. Takeaway number four, brand and content work together. It's not a question of using your website for branding or for education. Your website should be about branding and education. Tell buyers and sellers who you are and show them what you know and how you can help them. All right, if you have questions or feedback about today's episode, you can leave a voicemail or send me a text. The number is 415-322-3328. You can send an email to walkthrough at homelight.com or find me in our Facebook listener community. Go to Facebook, do a search for Homelight Walkthrough, and the group should come right up. That's all for this week. Thanks so much to Jessica Sweezy from Thousand Watt for joining me. Thank you for listening. My name's Matt McGee, and you've been listening to The Walkthrough. At Homelight, we believe in real estate agents. We're on a journey to find out how great agents grow their business, stand out from the crowd, and become irreplaceable. Go out and safely sell some homes, I'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. Welcome back and welcome to another edition of One More Minute. I want to follow up real quick on what Jessica and I talked about in terms of content. Now, I work on the content team at Homelight. I am a big believer in content as a way to grow your business. Here's the deal. I believe the best marketing you can do is answering people's questions. A couple years ago, I gave a presentation to a room full of real estate agents. My message in one sentence was this. If you don't answer people's questions, the next agent will. And you know that people have a lot of questions about real estate. Your job is to answer them. Use your website for that. Help buyers and sellers. Educate them. Everyone loves to be helped. And when you're the helper, you create trust. Trust is the foundation of every business relationship we have. You've heard that you want people to know, like, and trust you, right? Well, content on your website is a great way to do that. If you don't answer people's questions, the next agent will. That's one more minute. I'm Matt McGee. Thanks for listening. See you next week with another walkthrough.